श्री कृष्णा श्री कृष्णा श्री कृष्णा श्री कृष्णा गुरुर्ब्रह्मा गुरुर्विष्णु गुरुर्देव महेश्वर गुरु साक्षात्म ब्रह्म तस्म श्री गुरव नम तस्म श्री गुरव नम वी आर रीडिंग द स्टोरी ऑफ चुडाला how she has true wisdom and analysis of her own experiences changed the course of her life <coughs> every stage of life has its own beauty but it must change according to the stages of life childhood live like a child teenager live like a teenager married person fulfill your obligations to yourself and to your people but then a day must come in our life that now we start how long are we going to continue like this this is what is said dharmati birati if we are leading a proper life it will definitely lead to dispassion the dispassion is not depression dispassion is inquiry yes we have enjoyed everything now what next this is one thing which comes in my mind again and again so many places i have been moving and everywhere the same question is asked ami ji you have gone to so many places which is the place you like the most so my answer is wherever i am suppose i am in goa there is no place like goa on earth then i am in london there is no place like london it's a beautiful place then i am in bombay ah bombay you know it's not the mayanagari it's the brahmanagari See the number of satsanga which are conducted in Bombay, nowhere conducted. In short, the thought is this only, and this I got the click of it when I was in Norway, maybe about fifteen twenty years before. My friend had a beautiful uh, guest house, and. he gave it to us for as many days so i don't have more days more than one week so we took it for five days such a beautiful spot huge lake so greenery then little bit and back side there was a huge mountain like a wall 90 degree wall then there is the rocks on the top snow and no disturbance so beautiful so first day when we went there it was a kind of a kumbhak how beautiful after that second day was so beautiful is it not third day it's getting cold these days you know we should have something heated here you know it's becoming cold fourth day 
what are you going to get for breakfast today? See, he started from outside and slowly came to the breakfast. That day I discovered this principle. Nothing in this world can attract our mind all the time. Nothing. And when we learn this, then the mind's direction pursuit changes. And this is exactly what has happened to Chudala. She lived a very good, fulfilling life with her husband, being the queen of a great king. Now what next? So, she decided, unless I discover my being, there is no fulfillment in life. Now these are two words. One is fulfilling the desires. And second is fulfillment in life. Our whole life has been a struggle to fulfill our desires. I want this, I want that, I want this, I want that. We get it, no doubt. We get it, that's wrong. But then things cannot attract beyond a particular limit. And then she started working on it. What do I consider myself to be? Can I be the body, mind, etc.? And slowly she discarded it through wisdom. This is second important principle. We can discard something if it belongs to us. If uh, we can discard something if we have recognized that this cannot be the source of happiness. Then we discard it. Because we are all seeking happiness. And we don't recognize that happiness should not be sought, should be discovered. And that which is discovered is already existing. Like scientific discovery. The scientists do not create the laws of nature. The law of gravity was not created by Newton. It was already there. Therefore, we have to discover happiness. So, if it is a discovery, then it cannot be created. And what has been our life? Only creating happiness by adjusting the things, beings and our relationship. And as we go deeper in our contemplation, then we come to know we really have <coughs> great experience of happiness when we are in deep sleep, when we have discarded everything. Then one day by God's grace it clicks that the real happiness doesn't come from the things and beings. The real happiness is when we give up our hold on everything. And the hold on everything is called a desire. Then slowly our attitude towards life changes. Life is not only fulfilling desires. Because desires can never be fulfilled. You fulfill one desire, second will stand up. Then we have to transcend the desire, go beyond the desire. Now what is the meaning of going beyond the desire? See, like 
one or two examples like when we are grown up our desire for the toys things as a child we don't hate them but we have grown up now they don't disturb us one example i'll tell you when the snail mills have almost stopped and only the emails have started so earlier days i used to get lot of uh, letters from all over the world so the stamps i used to collect and then one day one child came with his mother and we were talking and i asked him i said hey what is your hobby he said my hobby is collecting stamps really yes so i took out from my drawer in an envelope there were about 100 or so stamps i said this is for you he saw that and you could see the joy in his eyes so happy i also collected them but when i gave them up i had no loss see and that boy child he was telling his mother how samki doesn't understand what he is doing he is giving me so many stamps then he told me sami ji i'll give you in exchange whatever i have got to play it i'll give you for him it was a great achievement gain for me it was no gain nor i have hatred for the stamps the real freedom from the desire is we rise above the desire so when we rise about desire how is the expression expression is we live at zero choice level don't go give yourself any choice you will be happiest such a person becomes contemplative and when this contemplation happened to Chudala, then she started working on it. That really, if I cannot be this panchakosha, then what it will be? So she came to discover that neither the excitement of achievement nor the failure has ever disturbed her mind. As a result, she was always integrated. Integration means. always 100% present i talk about uh, between 60 to 75 minutes and when i am talking it is recorded so i am fully available for that time now when you are listening how many minutes you listen to me in between the mind goes here and there if we recognize this basic principle we have to remain in the utter present all the time the net result is we will be always complete going away from oneself is a sign of incompleteness so she practiced that and therefore she had no desire no excitement no frustration and she came to discover that everything is in me but i am not in anything 
when this happened, the net result was that he was surprised when she told, because of this I am so youthful and cheerful, abudva tadgiram artha. But he could not understand. Is it really possible? Because we have never achieved it. Is it ever possible? I think you are talking something out of your head, something wrong with you. Have some cup of tea, it will be all right. So, Chudala became so frustrated that this fellow doesn't understand. And then what can be done? She was busy with herself. Then, one day she thought, now let me discover the joy of different experiences. Not to achieve something, but for the fun of it. For a time pass. This principle of time pass is the ultimate attainment in spiritual life. We are here only for time pass. Now what is the meaning of time pass? Like we play with the children. So our attitude while playing and the child's attitude while playing, what is the difference? The child wants to defeat us. And we are playing only just to keep the child occupied so that he allows somebody to do the job. That's it. There is nothing meant about it. So neither victory nor defeat. Just time pass. Till he is required to be taken care of, thereafter you are relaxed. Exactly the same way she thought, now let me have the fun. Or so many things about Siddhis, about walking in the air. And for that, she wanted to start. Now when this topic came, Vashishtaji told Bhagavan Ram, now, because the topic came, I'll tell you. And then he told, what is the meaning of controlling the Prakriti so that the hidden potentialities in the Prakriti start manifesting through us. And then we were told, Bhojana, Asana, Shuddhyacha, Sadhu, Shastrasa, Bhavanar, etc. And then, Sadha Kundalini Prokta Nadya Vrudeva Koshaga. So then she, this Kundalini Shakti, she has come to discover as if. Then, from here, now we take the next step. Kundalini Shakti is considered to be caught up in seven points in our body. According to this Kundalini Shastra, these are, they say, the uh, nervous plexus. You cannot see them. Like mind you cannot see, mind you cannot locate. Because everything is in the mind. So, this Kundalini Shakti, the infinite potentiality of the Lord, is expressing through the finite body, Therefore, it has become a finite. Like the electrical energy in the um, powerhouse 
and electrical energy in our socket. Both the places it is there, but in the socket it is very little, in the porous total. Exactly the same way, the infinite potentiality of the Lord is called <coughs> Shakti, one word, second word is Maya, third word is Avyakta. In Vaishnava Tantra, it is called as Radha or Sita. In Shakta, it is called as uh, Shakti. And in the Shaiva, it is called as Uma or Parvati. Meaning is the same. Now, this infinite potentiality is under the control of the Absolute. So, if the Absolute is Absolute, his potentiality cannot be uh, finite. There is also absolute potentiality. Now the second step in understanding. When this potentiality is manifest, the absolute as if gets hidden. And when the absolute becomes manifest, the potentiality becomes subordinate. To indicate this principle, you must have seen, whenever Lord Shiva is sitting for meditation in any picture, he is alone. There is nobody around him. He is alone. And when, you must have also seen the uh, statue of Kali Mata, Durga Mata, Kali Mata. What is that Kali Mata? The tongue has come out uh, and there is a skull or the Naramunda, the heads of the human beings, 52 of them. And she is standing on Lord Shiva. This is the picture. Now that picture tells us that when Prakriti becomes manifest, Paramatma gets hidden. And when the Prakriti is quiet, Paramatma is full. Like, when our attention is on the objects, our sense organs are hidden. When our attention is on the sense organs, our mind is hidden. When our attention is on the mind, the buddhi, the intellect is hidden. And as a result, instead of leading a life of discrimination, what is right, what is wrong. We get carried away by our emotions. Instead of living a life of good emotions, we become slave to the sense organs. Instead of taking care of the sense organs, we are wasting our life in pursuit of the sense objects. See how clear it is. Therefore, these two principles, Paramatma and his potentiality, now between these two, be attentive, between these two, Paramatma is one without a second, therefore his potentiality, it has nothing else to work upon, it is nothing other than Paramatma. Then where will it work? So it will work only on the Paramatma, like water and its potentiality 
to express as totality or individuality. Now, in the water, other than the water, there is nothing. So, where this potentiality will work, it will work on the water itself. And then, the water will be called as ocean or the water will be called as wave. Now, be attentive. Like the sugar does not create uh, diabetes for the sugar cane, exactly the same way. When the potentiality created ocean out of the water, the water doesn't get drowned in the ocean. The same potentiality created a wave out of the water and therefore when the wave is born, water is not born. When the wave grows, water doesn't grow. When the wave dies, water doesn't die. Means what? It only appears something is happening to the water. In fact, nothing is happening. If these principles are clear, then you come subjective. So, this infinite potentiality of the Lord starts or is available to us individually. Now, individually, this potentiality is expressing in seven points. Like for electricity, we have got power points, outlets. In the same manner, the divine energy has got seven outlets. These outlets are called as chakra. Chakra means circles. Then, it is said, you have to do chakra bhel. So normally, the word is translated in English, opening of the chakras, bheda. But the technical meaning of the word bheda is a secret. It is not opening or closing. See? So what is the secret? When the total energy expressed in the individual body is caught up in the muladhar. Muladhar means the basic support. Mula is the basic. Support is the Adhar. So this infinite energy is coiled up in the Muladhar and that experience is called as body identification. So we are all living in the Muladhar. Caught up. And thereafter, when we are totally discarding the body identification. That time the energy is no more caught up in the muladhar and therefore when you get up in the morning, you are fresh. Because that energy has joined with the totality. Like charging. So first step therefore comes in the spiritual path is get rid of the body identification. Now, when we do not get rid of it, then what are the consequences? Consequences is, first consequence, we get caught up in the second point called as the Swadhisthana Chakra. And this Swadhisthana Chakra is a place where desire or Kamana is rampant. Now, why the desire comes? Because body is incomplete. 
and therefore to attain completeness we want something. So the second point where the energy is caught up is in the desires. Then our whole life is nothing but struggle to fulfill our desires. So first we are caught up in the muladhar, living as the body, for the body, on everybody. Then we are caught up in the Swadishthar, whole life is only trying to fulfill our desires, but never attaining fulfillment in life. Then the desire fulfillment reaches the height, and that height is called as greed. Greed is getting caught up in the Manipur chakra. We are all living in the lower three chakras. If we look within, what we have done in our own life? Other than these three, nothing else. So those of us who are leading their life only in the lower three chakras, they are hundred percent samsara. And those who have understood, like Chudala did, <coughs> yes, you have good health, you have got a lot of money, you have got all comforts, your children are okay, there is no problem, everything is fine. What next? Be attentive. We have to have something to look forward in life. Those who do not have anything to look forward in life, they get into depression. Very important. <coughs> and the depression leads to indulgence in the world. You must have seen, when you are travelling by train, now you have to, nothing to do there. So, let's eat something. Is it necessary to eat? Therefore, we have to keep ourselves busy. Then how to keep ourselves preoccupied? Then start working on the mind. And working on the mind can keep us 24-7 busy. Working on the mind is first mechanically, second through wisdom and understanding. Mechanical understanding is yoga. And one thing the yoga tells you, please do not do that. It is not good. And that is called a tratak. Tratak is focusing your vision on some object, a flame, and keep on looking at it. Don't do that. You will become extrovert. And you will never become, remain subjective in your approach. See? <clears throat> and then all kind of funny, funny things will start happening to you or you will get lost in that. Therefore, what is the physical, mechanical control over the mind? Three things. Mind runs in three places, time, space and object. So first, Nail the mind in one place, not outside <coughs> any particular object. But come back to your the spiritual heart, what is called a sternum. 
and this is a natural state for us when we say to somebody i am telling you so when we say i am telling you we use this finger sarajani and bring it to the center of our chest i am telling you nobody says i am telling you nobody says okay, i am telling you we all have the experience of being here it is a natural state so when you sit quiet for control of mind then bring your mind to this spiritual heart spiritual heart is called as hriday so you bring your mind then the mind requires an anchor to hold on to any place so the anchor is only one object not many so the anchor will be whatever is your beloved lord whom you revere respect love bring that lord's image but a live image not a stony image in your heart so i sit quiet and think of bhagwan sri krishna in my heart now the mind is tied down to one object in one place now the third step <coughs> we are taken care of uh, place and object now the third is time now hold the mind in the same place on same object <coughs> for a longer period of time these are the three parameters in which the mind runs so we sit quiet comfortably <coughs> and come back fixing the mind in one place is called as dharana fixing the one mind in the same place on the same object is called as dhyana and fixing the mind in the same place same object for a longer period of time is called as samadhi so this dharana dhyan samadhi these three principles will mechanically hold the mind without any movement first although we have understood it will not be successful because the mind has got its own whims and fancies then first compulsion then education then educate the mind and then we'll come to know that whatever we have given importance to that alone disturbs us give importance to anything that will be the source of disturbance give importance to silence 
anywhere you go, you will see only noise. Give importance to cleanliness. Anywhere you go, you will see only dirt. Give importance to discipline, you will see only all mess everywhere. Therefore, how the world enters us? The world enters our mind when we have given importance to something or somebody. In Cambodia, on road number 16, one house collapsed and 10 people died. We didn't know about it. So it, there was no disturbance. But in Panjim, there was a traffic jam. Oh, really? Because Panjim, we are giving importance. Therefore, what is the education of the mind? Devalue everything. There is nothing more important than our peace of mind. This is the education of the mind. And when such a mind is now at peace, disciplined, educated, then we explore further. What is this mind? Then we come to know mind is a uh, transaction between I thought and not I thought. Two things. Like if you look at me and I can also look at you. You will see wherever there is skin tight from your own angles. In that spot there is the reflection of the light, one, like one dot, either on the glasses or on the face, on the tip of the nose or on the frontals. Wherever the tight skin, you see the reflection. So there are two lights. One light is a general light in which everything is illuminated and second is the specific light in that particular spot. If this is understood, exactly the same way. Every thought has these two types. One is, object is included in the thought, general. This is called as idam vritti, objective perception. Then, there is a spot of light of reflection, uh, of consciousness reflected. That is called as Ahamrutti. So in every thought there are two things. This is an object, a general thought. And I know this is an object, is the I thought. So what is the mind? Therefore the mind is an interaction between I thought and not I thought. I thought is always one. Not I thoughts are many. Like this bottle, water bottle, then the uh, mic stand, then the camera, then the light, the chairs, so many of them. And all of them are only known by me. 
So the knower is the I thought and the known is the not I thought. Now here onwards, we put people be attentive. When we are entertaining too many not I thoughts, the I thought becomes fat. Example, old age. In old age, the not I thoughts are entertained so much about the past that the I thought becomes fat. Small kids, they hardly have any past. So minimum I thought, not I thoughts are enter, entertained. Therefore, their I thought is not strong. Therefore, children don't have too much of prestige issue anywhere. Enters have nothing but prestige issue. Think. If this is clear, then the next step will come. Then what will be the real working on the mind? The real working on the mind will be entertain minimum not I thoughts. Start dieting. Dieting of the mind. And the dieting of the mind will be don't bring your past in the present and don't start solving the non-existing problems of the future. Lesser the not I thoughts we entertain, thinner will be the I thought. Because now the I thought has nothing to talk. attentive. As in deep sleep, there are zero not I thoughts. And therefore, in deep sleep, there is I without a thought. This thought-free I is Paramatma. Thoughts are concepts. Subject to change. I was a child, it's a thought. I was a teenager, it's a thought. I was successful, it's a thought. I am a failure, it's a thought. But I am, is not a thought. This process which I told you is called as coming to the Anahat Chakra. But who can work on the Anahat Chakra? He who has risen above these three lower chakras. And this exactly had happened to Chudala and therefore she started controlling and educating her mind and she came to discover and the discovery is called technically as Vishuddha Chakra. Vishuddha, the impact of Prakriti and uh, modifications of the Prakriti are completely zeroed. Now what Chudala was talking to her husband, she was talking from the Vishuddha Chakra. See friends. And therefore, because she was no more a victim of her mind, 
nor the victim of the greed or the desire or body identification and therefore nothing to be excited nothing to become angry about and therefore at peace with herself in another place in yoga vasishta only bhagwan ram asked a question when something was told to him he was told that such a master he remained in samadhi for 300 years and after 300 he woke up from the samadhi so bhagwan ram asked a question if somebody remains in samadhi for 300 years his body should disappear disintegrate and die how come it didn't happen that time vashishta ji tells if somebody can hold the breathing and metabolism and all the physiological functions suspended that body doesn't get integrated disintegrated it remains as it is and this we can see in case of the amphibians who go into this uh, hibernation see friends therefore this <coughs> kundalini vein thus awakened what is meant is we have discarded slowly steadily part by part all the burden of the prakriti the matter the burden of the matter is from mind downwards up to the body and this is what we have been emphasizing again and again what is the real spiritual practice is first is freedom from body identification if freedom from body identification is attained then desire and greed will not be our lifestyle then achievements and failures of the worlds will never be an issue friends and enemies will not happen net result you will be at peace then the second thing what is to be achieved is freedom from the notion that i am a soul see and therefore what will be the soul the one which is expressing through the limitation of the prakriti is a soul but the one which is free from the limitations of the prakriti is parmatma so to give a simplest example husband is a soul man is a parmatma so the soul suffers parmatma doesn't suffer man suffers the the husband suffers man never suffers in this manner this is the secret of this kundalini shakti awakening and therefore step by step again i am repeating just maybe one day it will click objects are covering our sense organs sense organs are covering the mind mind is covering the intellect the place of discrimination this intellect is covering the life the life is covering this kundalini shakti 
కుండిదిని శక్తి ఈజ్ గవర్నింగ్ పరమాత్మ ద లాస్ట్ టైమ్ హౌ దిస్ కుండిదిని శక్తి ఈజ్ గవర్నింగ్ పరమాత్మ బికాస్ వీ గెట్ లాస్ట్ ఓన్లీ ఇన్ సిద్ధీస్ సీ ఫ్రెండ్స్ ఇఫ్ యూ హట్ ఎనిథింగ్ పవర్ డిఫరెంట్ ఫ్రమ్ అదర్ వీ వాంట్ టు షో ఇట్ టు ద వరల్డ్ there was one uh, elderly gentleman and uh, <clears throat> i went to his house for food so his wife said swami 15 20 minutes is okay so no problem take your own time i'll read this paper or i'll watch tv so that old man say no no sir you know newspaper is the same news nothing new in that then i'll bring harmonium i said look here i don't sing and i am not interested in music no 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 i'll be he brought it on the dining table he said i have recently learned music recently you have learned what i have learned sare gama i said very good no 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 i'll sing for you i don't want to listen no no i will sing for you and then he opened it and started pumping the air and it did make any sound sound so he asked his wife what did you do with my harmonium i don't touch your dabba useless all day you are making noise in the house then i said mahatma ji you have to pull the key then it oh i forgot and in that excitement he pulled so hard it came in his hand because i want to show to somebody and then he started sare of that a small little thing we learn we achieve we want to exhibit to the world suppose you have got a siddhi that you touch somebody's any part and it is cured do you think you'll keep quiet one story i read in some very nice magazine there was one uh, person he was great devotee of the lord and only one thing oh lord give me that power that every drop of my blood is able to cure the cancer so many people are dying of cancer bhagwan said tathastu may it happen and now he has got this power do you think he will give quite like those people who wanted to become doctors but could not become doctor then after retirement they start reading homeopathy books and they read somewhere naks obikat patti this is the for this now with they will going with their saudana khichdi from house to house everybody is okay yes nobody is having fever no <laughs> go in search of another fever because i have learned something i want to exhibit it when you have this power so this man with the power of curing disease by a drop of blood he went to somebody's place and what is the problem i do you know nothing problem but i am having cancer and oh cancer i'll cancel it don't worry come here he took a pin suck my blood 
go to the doctor and take it. So I went to the doctor. Oh, no cancer. Do you think he'll keep quiet? Next day on Facebook. There is a cancer cancer ananda. And the next day, a huge queue of 10,000 people out his house. And he saw, my God, I think every drop of my body, blood will disappear and I will be no more. So he went back and said, Bhagavan, take it away, I don't want. This is how this Kudalini Shakti, when we it is awakened, it covers the divinity. friends. So this is only covering, 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 covering. And all the spiritual practice, discover, 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 discover. Therefore we are telling you, don't seek happiness, discover happiness. Our divine happiness is covered by the objects, covered by the sense organs, covered by the mind, covered by the intellect, covered by the life, covered by the Kundalini Shakti. Discover one by one, one by one, one by one. How to discover? Don't be a slave to the worldly objects. Don't be entangled in fulfilling the each of the sense organs or organs of action. Then don't be an emotional wreck. Don't be an arrogant um, intellectual. And don't all the time search for miserable people so I can go and serve. See? And then don't try to be a holy man, extraordinary. No, discard all extra. And then you come to discover the truth. See? This is the meaning of Kundalini. Now this Kundalini Shakti manifests in different ways. One is called as, when it is too much of activity-oriented personality, then in that they get various kinds of jerks. They get various kinds of things happening. And they will be twisting the body. This happens. Because they have trained themselves, their understanding in that manner. In one place I went, very elderly man, very nice, really, really nice person like him. So when I was sitting with him, old man, must be 80. I was sitting, he was sitting, opposite each other. And after every 5 or 10 seconds, when he was talking to me, he will do like this. And thereafter Swamiji, uh, it so happened. That so many people came and and nobody talks in this particular way every two seconds like this. Then I asked him, I said, uh, um, excuse me, are you caught up in uh, this Manipur chakra? He looked at me. How do you know that? To all the people, I tell that I got a stomach problem. But you have pinpointed so distinctly, yes, I am caught up there. 
then I am unable to get out of it. See, it is something like a, a third coming from below, then I get caught up there. So I think if I can lift it up, it will go into the um, Anaha Chakra. So why this happens? Because this is what we have wrongly understood. Awakening of the Kundalini means as if something is going garam garam. Don't get carried away by those. See, true understandings. And this is the clear understanding. So that is the Prana Kundalini which is activity oriented and what we told you is the Jnana Kundalini with understanding. And therefore you will see those people, they give so much importance to the externalities. You know, how it should be like that, there should not be this, there should not be, you should put on clean white clothes, you should do this thing, you should not eat this thing. Whole life goes only in that. See? Therefore, when we are clear about this, the life begins with body identification. Life is maintained when we are caught up in fulfilling the desires without an end. The, life, the samsara continues. Then a seeker is born when we start working on the mind. Working on the mind is done two ways. First, by disciplining. Second, by education. And when the education of the mind is complete, then you will see, things will start happening. Because now you know what is happening. It's not a mechanical thing that you are doing. And when mechanically things are done, then we are told, see, when you sit like this thing, you will be seeing the light. The light, the bright light will come. You go on imagining anything, it will happen. Mind has got tremendous power. So you go and listen to from these meditation fellows. That you will be seeing the light. And one day, out of formality, yes, you saw, is it not? Yes, I saw it. Jabardasti Karamra. And thereafter, this I didn't know. Somebody asked me questions, therefore I came to know. Then Swamiji, but I don't know what happened. After that, I had never seen the light. What could be the reason? I said, your bulb is fused. Change it. Be attentive. What is the meaning of light? What is seen is not light. It is the reflection of light. Electricity reflected through the bulb is called as light. So what is the meaning of light? Be attentive. In a dark room, candle is very bright. Candle is illuminating the things around. With the same candle, if it is in uh, the bright sunlight, 12 o'clock, the light of the candle will be insignificant, not even known. We may step on that. Because before the light of the sun, candle light is redundant. Now the sunlight is illuminated by the light of our eyes. 
So, the light of our eyes is more powerful than the sunlight. And the light of the eyes is illumined by the mind. So, the light of the mind is more powerful than the light of the eyes. Now the light of the mind is illumined by the light of the intellect. So light means not seeing green and red and yellow. No. Come to recognize everything is in me but nothing touches me. It doesn't take any time or effort because it is not an action, because it is not an achievement. How much time, energy is taken by the husband to know that he is a man And when the husband comes to know he is a man, is it an achievement? See, my friends. So, when we practice this Kundalini Shastra with the understanding, then our spiritual practice will have a clear picture. One will be <coughs> freedom from body identification. Second will be freedom from the notion that I am a soul. So when we come to the Vishuddha Chakra, pure self, then we look upon the world not as a body, but as someone who is expressing through the body. And from here, Vishuddha Chakra, we enter ultimately the Agnya Chakra. In Agnya Chakra, the experience is oneness with the totality. All differences disappear. They are perceived, but they do not create differentiation on account of the differences. Like our tongue and our teeth, they are different from each other. But that doesn't mean when the tongue is bitten by the teeth, we break the teeth. No. Because they may be two, but with both of them, there is only one principle. In the same manner, how the wise men are able to love everybody, first of all, they don't love everybody, anybody. Because they have love. And therefore, wise people don't fall in love. They rise in love. For them, love is an experience. Love is not an action. A boy and a girl, they have love affair. Because they have fallen in love. And the fall in the love is called as marriage. And it leads to the hurting. See? But the mother also has a love for the child. But the mother never falls in love. Because for her love is not an action. It is an experience. In the same manner, the wise people abiding in the absolute, it is their experience. And therefore, 
like the tongue and the teeth are one and the same for me in the same manner for the wise people they are moving in the differentiated world but they do not get influenced by the differences and this is how they are able to be with everyone and yet with no one this is the path of kundalini and when we have really reached the absolute through this path of kundalini there cannot be blessing or cursing blessing and cursing is possible only under one condition when the sense of otherness is real and that is has, has happened so rampant way that people come swami ji aashirwad karo what is the blessing till then i don't know how to bless somebody blessing requires you have to be someone other than others when there is a scratching on my forehead will the forehead tell the hand mr right hand will you please come and relieve me of the scratch and the right hand will come and say then the first thank you very much no they are different it's just happening without even claiming that i have scratch you in the same manner sometime our finger goes in our eye so we don't chop up the finger in short this experience is oneness and when this oneness is fully established then name dveshosti na priyaha neither curse anybody nor bless anybody this fulfillment is what Chudala had attained. See, friends. Thereafter, uh, why these various kinds of body elements come that we have seen? When your mind is in sixes and sevens, then all the unhealthy conditions of the body begin. Therefore, keep your mind at peace. You will be healthy. and when your mind is at peace be attentive you will be able to know what kind of food is good for you and what kind of food is not good for you rather than seeing the tv and running after the organic dump people you find out what is good for you the tv tells you eat this and you go and eat it again after the age of 40 you are not required to go to the doctor if you are aware whatever you are eating what happened to you then you start living in awareness so when the mind is at peace your physical body will remain healthy and if the mind is disturbed then for that mind study of scriptures going to satsanga correcting the wrong notions without creating new notions this will slowly purgate the mind of all the impurities and the mind will become pure pure mind is a happy mind 
and then in that happy mind all the siddhis start manifesting. Which are those siddhis and how they are manifested? This is the topic which we will keep it for tomorrow's concluding session. Om Purnamadaha Purnamidam Purnahat Purnamudachate Purnasya Purnamadaya Purnameva Vashishate Om Shanti 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 Hari Om Sri Guru Namaha